Speaking of etiquette, uh, welcome back. About... To... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Drew. I'm you're, taking over your job. Show. Welcome back to the yep. podcast. Uh, I'm your three-time guest here, Drew, Jake, Drake, one of the two, three. Jake Drew. Jake Drew. Drew Jake. Whatever you want to call me, I'm. I've grown more flexible. I'm joined here by Amanda. Hi. He stole my job. He's been on here for what two, three episodes, and he's already taken over. I mean, well, attempting to. Hey. I don't take coups lightly, Drake. What can I say? I'm evil. <laughs> and Mazio. What? You're here. Am Wait, I already do that. I, okay. I don't know. Define here <laughs> as digital a space. Oh, my That is Lord. not the topic, but. <laughs> Come on, Drew. What's the topic for today? Tell the Declings what uh, we're going to talk about. Today, we are going to return to a topic that got mentioned about two episodes, I believe. Two episodes ago. About I think so. The table. And in particular, tabletop games and who's there, the etiquette involved, leaving it, staying at it, what's expected of you. Because I'm going to tell you, I think it is wildly context dependent and we have each been in different contexts. Yeah. Uh, for instance, I don't think either of you have led uh, clubs around board games. Well, I have. I've never been to a convention and neither have I had a, aside from said club, dedicated table play group aside from a Dungeons and Dragons. I'm so excited. Uh for you to potentially join us for Pax Unplugged. I am definitely looking forward to it. I'm so excited. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> Look, Tom, I think I sent you a video and Tom and I tried to tell you that there will be some contemptations. And you're like, but I'm really good with money. And we're like, not when you step into a con. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the, I'm the target audience. Yeah. It's, well, it's not just it's not that. Used to be. It's... It's like a lot like a heightened sense of reality, right? Where you're like, yeah, but it's here and I'm here. And almost nothing at the con is like truly exclusive in this era, right? Like eBay exists. But at the same time, you're like, but Gloomhaven, like I impulse bought Gloomhaven last time I went to PAX Unplugged. You did. (laughs) I bought the Gloomhaven video game in development because I played so much of the actual game on Tabletop Simulator for free that I felt bad and was like, I should support them. For all the ducklings listening, the video that we sent Drew was actually about anime conventions by Gigurk. Great video. Very funny. Uh, but it he sure also kind of fun. applied to the convention. What's an anime? Oh my god, Mazia, don't go there with me. You literally <laughs> created a private anime weeb chat. I don't remember that. Mm. I hang out with the cool kids. We wear leather jackets and smoke <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> oh my god. Um... But I sent that to Drew because Drew was like, I've never been to conventions before. But one of the things he mentions in it that I actually think is pretty accurate is that when you're at a convention there, it's like you stepped into a different world. It's whenever you step out of the convention, it's really weird. It's like the Feywild. It's like, yeah, like it's, I don't know how to describe it, but like all of the energy that's at the con is like great and con energy. And then you step out and you're like, oh, this is reality. And then you get post-con blues that are just, they're really depressing. Well, you, you step out of the con, right? And then you hit the cold light of day and get into an Uber. And the guy driving the Uber goes, so what's all this shit about, basically? Like, they say it nicer <laughs> than that. But, like, they're like, so you're one of those weirdos, right? And you're like, I mean, I guess. Cool. So what makes you so weird, weirdo? And you're like, ah. I don't know. And then they ask you, like, questions. They don't mean any harm, right? They really don't. They're legit trying to understand, but they're like, so you have a backpack, like, I'm holding a 
an army case, right? Or I've got a deck box with me or like a, you know, a backpack with a Magic the Gathering mana symbol on it. Like, you know, it's got the blue mana symbol on it. And the guy's like, do you dress up? And what they mean is, do you cosplay? Right? That's what they're trying to ask. And you're like, no? Do you know a lot of like (laughs) 400 pound men that cosplay? (laughs) And he's like, but they do that here, right? You're like, I mean, some people, yeah. Well, what do you do? I play cards and toy soldiers mostly. I just want to say this is a hundred percent accurate. Like <laughs> he's not joking. This, like I, I, and it's worse because whenever you're at a con, they give you like absurdly large bags at cons. I could curl up and fit in that bag. <laughs> well, they print the bags to be mobile billboards, right? The whole idea is, yeah. Uh-huh. That you're buying the thing to get the bag to have the status of the bag, right? Yeah. And oh, then, it's like fashion. Well, it, it kind of is. It's like a, it's a big bit, like it's promotional for them. Like yeah. you're carrying around this bag that literally is a billboard. They probably spent like serious money per bag to get they're you. They're also to not carry bad bags. No, they're they're not. They're highly. They're reusable. not. They're yeah. Ooh. They're good bags. But what it does isn't so much the oh I bought blah because nobody knows it's in the bag. But what it does okay. is it's an automatic icebreaker because now anytime you're in line for anything, which is a lot, somebody goes, mm-hmm. "What you buy?" And then you get to be you get to feel out like, "So what's your addiction? Like, what drove you to this madness? <laughs> Why are you here in this insane con?" I know you, you end have up at the Age of, of Love Sigmar card. symbol tattooed on your arm. I'm gonna back away slowly, but slowly. not that slowly <laughs> until I ascertain what level of insane this is. Uh, but Uber drivers were literally like, you get in this Uber driver like with two of these giant bags, and you like fumble to fit them into the Uber driver, and by the time you're in, the bags are taking up like two seats, and you're just like trying to buckle in and sit there, and they're just staring at you, and they're like, uh, are we going to this address? And I'm always like, yep, and they're like, okay. <laughs> like you, they drive for a bit, and then they're like, "So are you uh, at the con?" And I'm just sitting here like, "No, I got these con bags. I stepped out of the convention center, and I'm not at the <laughs> con." I got my but pass around my neck with a lanyard <laughs> that got smells pa- like old socks. I've got yeah, I've got the pass that literally says I'm at the fucking con. And then Matthew's right; they do try and like understand. <laughs> I imagine. Okay, I've got a potential explanation. Imagine it's like baseball. But there's only like three games a year. Well, I mean, yeah. for most for people not involved, right? There's there's one game a year per town, right? Philly yeah. Philly was supposed to get a second one. I don't think we're getting it this year. I think we're getting it next year, right? But yeah. like I this I am an avid I would say I'm an yeah. avid con goer and that I go to as many cons per year as is financially reasonable. Right. Which in a good year would mean four. Right, yeah. including. I also. Go ahead. I was gonna say also con tickets are expensive. They're, they're yeah. not though for what you get. I mean, I think they're for, almost. They're always not worth for it. what you get, but like people who haven't been to cons would be like, "You spent two hundred dollars for a three day pass," and I'm like, "Yeah, yes, yeah, it, I did." It's not what I got out of it. But the four hundred dollar one sold out. They're like, "What do you get for the extra two hundred bucks? Literally access to a quiet room with nice chairs." Yeah. Oh no, um, I um I'm going to Origins Game Fair. So anybody oh. who's listening who knows what this is, it's official. I'm going. So anybody who like, not that I'm recognizable in any way, but for Drew and Amanda, if you want to come, I'll be there. It's gonna be a good time. It's a largely a board game convention, but it's mostly it's all tabletop, right? And um, yeah, we had a conversation, me and the two other people that go, and my fiance and my buddy Craig, and we're like, so listen, we could get a hotel far away and Uber back and forth. 
or we could spend whatever it is they want for a hotel connected to the convention center. And I'm like, spend the money. I'm tired money. of half-hour Uber rides spend that cost me $45. I'm done well, with yeah, it. When we, when we did PAX East, we were like, we're buying, we're, next time we're getting the hotel attached to the convention center. Yeah, I, Amanda, like, we, we can share a room. I don't care anymore. Like, yeah, but that's also like, I already booked hotels for PAX Unplugged. And I literally like sat Drew and Tom down and I was like, I'm booking the hotel because all yeah. the, the deals are still COVID prices. Oh, so, yeah. Like, I, that's what we've done with our getaway currently. I'm currently on a little getaway. And yeah, three months ago, really cheap. Now it wouldn't be. It's crowded. But we got these yeah. really cheap. Yeah. So I booked I booked the hotel and it's a hotel like smack dab on <laughs> street. That's like a five star hotel that's supposedly... And its prime was like $300 and they were like a hundred something a night. And I was like, sold free breakfast away from the convention center. Done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Like, I'm going to have a pampered first con in I some mean, ways. I, You're the veteran experience enough, behind you. Yeah. Tom and I have, I feel like been to enough and made the mistakes that we're like, please don't make these mistakes. Like the first con we went to, we only ate McDonald's for breakfast. Do Ooh. not do that. Like, and that's, well, but that's all you could eat. That's all we could eat because it was the only thing close to the con. Because once you get in the convention center, food is not high quality, but priced at high quality. I have visited water parks. I understand. I yeah. mean, really the thing to do is to play it. You, you've, if you do it correctly, especially for the Philly cons, you plan your dinners and make reservations. And then you build yeah. your day around the dinners. Right. Yeah. So hmm. like when, when PAX Unplugged happens... I'll hold a little soiree at my house, right? Right. And then you know that night, oh, we're at Mazio's place at 8 p.m., there'll be food. And you'll know right. in advance what food it is, right? So your whole yeah. day can be built around that. The problem comes in with, like, cons that you're not super familiar with or circumstances that fluctuate really hard. So Gen Con is, by the way, the best experience. It really is the best four days in gaming. I don't. I will fight anyone otherwise. Okay. It's tabletop only. Well, no, that's not true, but it's mostly tabletop. And it's a bi- it's a really big and well known convention, Drew. It really doesn't get any better than Gen Con. I recognize the name, but I don't follow cons, so I don't know yeah. details. So summary is appreciated. But it also speaks volumes that you know the name, even though you don't follow cons. Well, yeah, I, will, I know uh, about PAX Unplugged. I know about Gen Con. E three is more of a media thing than actual people. Yeah. Um, I know a few like individual company ones. Like I know there's TennoCon, ExileCon, Minecraft as a convention. Wow, does its <laughs> yeah. own thing. World of Warcraft, uh, not World of Warcraft, Blizzard. Blizzard but does. I know its own a few thing. of the biggest names, and I, there's more that I'd recognize if I heard them. I uh, I wouldn't attend, but I'd be willing to watch the live feed from TennoCon. It's actually pretty cool. Derek does it like every year. But he does uh, it online. He doesn't go. Yeah, he does it online. <laughs> not the, it's not uh, well, the same. Think, well, because I think the actual it's actually hosted in Canada. <laughs> Because their team is in Canada. Uh, Derek lives next to Philadelphia. It's not that freaking far. I what? I mean, just take the Canada drive. is pretty big, Mazio. No, it isn't. It's like, <laughs> what, like even if you account for the even if you account for the map stretching, it's gonna be a bit more than you think. All right, I'm gonna look it up. No, no. Whenever somebody says Canada, Canada, I just immediately assume Toronto. That's my like. That's my my understanding of Canada is you drive to Niagara Falls, have dinner looking at Niagara Falls, and go to Toronto, and then stop at Tim Hortons. And I love Canada. I have a great time there. Yeah. I mean, even if you count, yeah. maps do stretch it a fair bit, but it's still big. So TennoCon in 2020 took place in London, Ontario, Canada. That's West End, isn't it? I don't know. I'm pretty sure We're Americans. We aren't concerned about this. 
<laughs> geography is not our strong suit as Americans. Ontario, Canada. I don't know Let's anything about honest. Canada. We can't though. even name all 50 states, or at least I can't. I can't. No, oh, no, can. this is the East End. I, it's attached to the Great Lakes. Oh, okay. So that wouldn't be that bad. Maybe you need a passport. A province the size obviously. of like 10 United States in that end of the country, but... You mean 10 yeah. states in the United States, not 10 United States. 10 United I don't States know if it's would even be like... A province. What? I don't even know if I used to I don't know what Canada province. calls them. Oh my gosh. It is a province. It is a province. I apparently know a great deal more about geography than the two people I'm with on this podcast. I just want that stated for the record. Yep. So the thing is, is that like, I obviously know like general locations of all the big continents and like some major cities, but like. <laughs> you know, this isn't the London like... that you hear about, right? It's a different London. Yeah. I like I hear about London over in the UK, but like this one, I was like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no idea. It's like when people are like, uh, they mention like a small city or whatever somewhere in this bundle of states that are like next to Italy or something. Not even states, countries. Um, and I'm just like, I don't know. Um, anyway, we started talking about cons because cons present a very different atmosphere for you, Drew. Who you've never been to one. PAX Unplugged, and I'm pretty sure other conventions do too, they have like a free play area where they have a library of board games that you can check out and you can get like an LFG looking for group flag or like a traffic cone. I think it was a co- like a cone last time. <laughs> do you that wear had it just as like a hat? LFG. This feels like something you should wear as a hat. They're a little different. Um, Everybody has their own kit version of it, but it's great. Yeah. You, sla- you slap it down on the table and like strangers can come up to you uh, and sit down and play a game with you. And let me just state now, like this is why I love conventions. And it's also like reminds me why I love games so much. Because I really like when games bring people together and the connections that they can form. And like watching as like strangers sit down at the table and like laugh with each other and talk with each other as though like if I didn't see the strangers interact with them first and like introduce themselves... I would not know that they were strangers. It's such a powerful moment, and I love it, because that reminds me, like, why I really like games, uh, and that's why cons are so important for me. I mean, it's a shared experience. You get to go through the whole trials and tribulations of conflict and overcoming challenges without actually having to have, like, rocky relations with people and have serious, (laughs) life-threatening challenges. I don't know. I feel like I could get into a fight anywhere. With you, Nazio, yeah. I think you could. Yeah. (laughs) I believe it. No questions. Uh, but the atmosphere that are around those tables, I imagine there's definitely a lot more, I don't want to say restrictive etiquette, but it's a different etiquette because you're working with strangers and also you're in the con. Does that stop everybody? No. <laughs> there are some people who like <laughs> flip board games. Oh, like make that a scene actually and happens. Leave. We gotta, oh, yeah. Yeah. Can I, I'll, can I tell like, a horror story? Yeah, go ahead. So we go looking for a group, and, and not really, right? We go to a board game room at a con, and it's a miniatures gaming con. It's called the Nova Open, but they have a board game library room. So we go there, and we're like, we'll just take whatever's open and take what's available. We have like two hours to kill. So we get Mystic Veil, which is, by the way, a fantastic card game. Highly endorse this product. This guy comes up to us. He's like, oh, you're going to play Mystic Veil? We're like, yeah. He's like, can I play with you? And we're like, all right, whatever, Rando, let's try it. Apparently, this guy's entire family plays nothing but Mystic Veil, vale, the way some families play nothing but Scrabble. Huh. Monopoly. And then, or Monopoly or Uno. <laughs> and then on top of that, he plays on his phone like an hour a day. He destroys us, total curb stomp, in like 30 minutes. And I kind of looked at him like, that was weird. All right, thanks for the game. He's like, are we going again? We're like, no, why would we ever play this with you again? 
we don't even know the rules. And he's like, <laughs> oh, this is like the best game ever. And I'm like, yeah, cool. See ya. And I'm like, that's an outlying experience. Like one in 10, you'll have that horror show. But like, it happens. Yeah. So you were learning the rules for this game at the time, you said. Yeah, like we basically got like a rundown of the game and here's the game and go to it. And this guy was like, <sighs> how about I punch you in the face for existing? <laughs> so like, not like oh. helpful, no holds barred, but I'm going to walk you through it. But like, I'm going to no. full body all these new so, players yeah. and hope that they want to keep playing this awesome game that I want to grow so, the community of. Uh huh. Video game equivalent, Drew. Is oh, yeah. Like Bringing if... a friend into League and then just leaving them alone. I was going to say, <laughs> no, well, yeah, that would, that would be shitty. But I was going to say it would be like, me, Joe, and Derek against you, Brian, and Mazio. Like it's it's not fair in <laughs> Bring Apex. It into Apex, right? yeah. Yeah, like it's it wouldn't be fun for you, and it wouldn't be fun for me because it would just be us destroying you. No offense. <laughs> no, no, I and this is like quantifiable. Yeah, and then but that's not like the atmosphere that I want in a game. And that's right. not the one you generally get from cons, is what I'm hearing, even no. in yeah. competitive games. Right. No, that's not what. You, that's not what you're going to generally have in a con. That's not usually how it works, but it can happen, and you just have to understand that you just don't get discouraged by it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because seventy percent of the people there are very cool and very fun, and it doesn't really matter most of the time. What that really translates into is. Everybody's pretty cool and relaxed, except for maybe like 1% or 2% of the total people there. It's just that that 28% of psychotic rage-inducing whatever rotates out. Like, at some point in the con, you're probably that person. Yeah. (laughs) Because you're in a magic pod and you want to throw your chair across the table after drawing six lands in a turn in a deck that only has 12 lands in it. Yeah, uh... <laughs> and I think so. Sorry, how does I, that think, happen in a deck? It's Twelve lands. Okay, never mind. That's it's all. A magic. magic makes it happen. Magic makes it, it's like, like magic. It, like think about it. Think about it. Like there are times where I'm like half of my deck is lands, and I have not drawn a single effing land. Oh, no, I know that experience. I mean, magic. how do you make a deck that only has twelve lands in the first place and have it work? It's a forty card deck. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, like if you brawl. No, like like a pod, like a drafting pod. It's a forty yeah. card deck, or a sealed. Oh, it's a forty card true. deck. I consider those to be sixty brawls, card decks. Brawls is a different form. Brawls a totally okay. different name yeah. now. But you are correct. We used to call it that, but we can't yeah. anymore because then there's something completely different. Okay. But at cons, there's you're more in a pub, you're in a public setting, and how you react at cons and how you should appear in the table at the table. I think you're expected to be a lot more polite and reserved. Because when those people do make a scene at cons, it's like everybody at the con, like in the surrounding area, just like is quiet from it, staring at them. And then they know they fucked up. <laughs> and they're just like they so embarrassed. They can feel and the weight the- of collective judgment. Yeah. And like most of the time, the people at the con look at him like, the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? Well, it, Cause, what- <laughs> it depends. It depends. If everyone around them is like, young that happens if you have a few gray beards because now my beard is half gray from this school year what happens is you walk over and you hand them a pack of crackers and a bottle of water and then tell them to sit down and eat and drink it because what probably happened to this person is they haven't drank water in like six hours they've walked around in dry hotel or the convention center air 
and they probably forgot to eat something. And yeah. they're now at low blood sugar and dehydration point. Realistically, after this outburst is over, if nobody gets an like nobody does this for them or sends them to the medical or something like that, they're probably going to collapse somewhere. And I want to say what Mazio just described is common at cons, highly common. Like the last con we went to, uh, Mazio's fiance carried around like a bag of snacks. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> they we, were like we peanut butter prepared. crackers. Yeah. I'm in my late 30s. We come heavy. Yeah. Water bottles, uh, peanut butter crackers. Good shit. There's other stuff too. Do I remember it? No, because I focus on the peanut butter crackers. We keep trail mix. You get me we with keep anything. Beef jerky. We also keep a couple of like sugary snacks in case that happens. Because, yeah. you know, there's diabetics and people. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a very mild diabetic, but there are diabetics there. And you're yeah. like, you, you just got to be prepared. Especially because, you know, the D&D events we play, they're four hours long. Yeah. Some of them are six. And also, and also you don't want to buy con food because it's so it's effing gross. expensive. No, it's gross. And I don't it's care gross. if it's expensive. It's gross. That's why I love yeah. trail mix. It's rations. It's literally rations. It's balanced yeah. enough. It's Ma- rations. <laughs> Mazio literally described no, wait, rations. Can I, can I just glow about Gen Con again? I, like, I hope the however many people listen to this. Gen Con's solution to this is brilliant. Okay? They sell, yeah. they, they rent out the street behind the convention center. Oh, that's what PAX East did. Uh-huh. It's the same idea. Oh, and they so sell nice. those slots to food trucks and food vendors. And they, But the difference between Gen Con and PAX East is, PAX East, they're there all day. Gen Con, they swap halfway through the day. So the food trucks don't really run out of any. Because they're there, they sell everything they have for lunch, new food trucks come in. And it's brilliant. Because it handles tens of thousands of people very efficiently. And then there's Noodle Island, which is what you get when you have a late game, right? Because you can just get a like a takeout container full of wonderful noodles for like seven bucks. And we just, we ate dinner, got two noodles because we knew we, our game started at eight and we knew we were going to play to like one or two. Oh my gosh. Go to Gen Con. Yeah. PAX East. Well, when we got to PAX East and they were, there were food trucks. I was very excited because food trucks have really good food, but. Better prices than inside the convention at least. Yeah. It's much better food and better prices. It's so good. Um, PAX Unplugged doesn't have that because it's on a busy Philly street. Could they have it? Probably. They throw stuff up onto the sidewalk. Oh, the point being, there are strict table etiquette at... <laughs> yeah, I think we've just accidentally made uh, the uh, convention episode, but... <laughs> no, the convention <laughs> episode will be in... Well, we'll record it in late October after I go to Origins and come back screaming, and then we'll record another one, like screaming in a good way, and then we'll record another one after the three of us do something together at PAX Unplugged. Okay, yeah. yeah. Is that is that well, an invitation? Drew, you, you can stay at my course. house if you want. It's fine. Well, yes, but this is a place of prestige. What, my house? <laughs> if you could only see his house, which is a nice house, by the way. Ooh, yeah, I, okay. nice I didn't mean that in a meme. <laughs> but no. Um, Thank you. I, I know I've got at least two people already staying here, and we have room for four total. That's that's how I explain it to people. I'm like, I know I have two staying, and I have room for four. After that, we Amanda have literally already booked a hotel room, and that includes yeah. my spot. So <laughs> I, I really I know, appreciate it. But you put but five star spot. adjacent to the center. Oh, yeah. It's a uh, Mazzy with <laughs> on <laughs> Street. Very nice. We should book a nice dinner. We should. But also, can we book a. A not nice dinner to the Chinese buffet if it's still open. <laughs> hey, one, that buffet is doing fine. Two, that buffet is a nice place. It's very clean and the food is wonderful. Yeah. I, it's just not something I think of when you're like a fancy dinner. I mean, 
I'm going to just go to the Chinese buffet three times, too. Yes! I don't mind at all. <laughs> that sounds like so... a disaster, but okay. No, it's I'm so good. willing. Look, the, the buffet by Mazia's house, like, didn't upset my stomach. I got no heartburn. I didn't feel like I ate a bunch of salt. No. None of the cuts of meat were, like, chewy. Like, it was a quality buffet. Like, my stomach was not upset the next day, and I was like, wow. And it's, like, 20 quality bucks. Quality shit. So, if you're going to be stalking us, uh, listeners, and trying to find out where we are, here's all the info you need. Um... <laughs> I'll probably bleep out the places. Hey, listen. Uh, okay. If somebody cares enough to like that, they want to talk to me at Origins, like Fair. email email the podcast, and we'll have a cup of coffee. I don't. Yeah, I really talk, don't mind. You can tweet at Eva Quacks at Eva Quacks on Twitter, or you can go to our website evaquacks.com and just do the contact form that's at the bottom. That literally just asks for like your email and then a subject and message, and that's it. It's not a complicated form. Nicole's gonna be so pissed at me. <laughs> Nah, she won't. She won't care at all. Oh, but I love, I love cons. Uh, so, but there is, a, there is. Okay, are we getting back? Are on we going to get? Well, no, but I, I, I want to tie this. So. In, can we tie this in a little bit? Because I think the critical yeah. thing that we're we're trying to explain here is, li- like, we're literally explaining to Drew what con etiquette is and how it works, right? Because there's what used to be the three, two, one rule for cons, right. which is sleep at least three hours a night, eat at least twice a day, and sleep and shower at least once. Once, yeah. And now I think it's people changed it to the five, three, one rule where it's like sleep at least five hours a night eat at least three times a day and shower at least once like dear lord that please shower so much at least healthier. once what that sounds so yeah. much healthier that was another thing that a giga made fun of in his anime convention he was like some of you think that this axe body spray is a shower <laughs> this is not a shower <laughs> You know it's real bad when you go to an you go to a con and in the giveaway bag there's just a stick of deodorant with deodorant. No, no no explanation like explanation. listen y'all filthy motherfucker stop sticking up the place no excuses just take a shower no excuses but also like after walking around at the con I'm like I'm sweaty I'm tired oh, yeah. I want to you're you're maybe a little grimy depending like I just want to shower and then lay in bed and not move because odds are after the set like after the first day my legs are screaming and my feet are screaming and then i get back up and i'm like all right some painkillers and we're off oh i'm not kidding drew it's you're you'll be very very tired that i believe that like it's like accidental hiking well it's not even the hiking it's the part where you're like oh i should be physically tired according to my fit that i walked six miles but you're also mentally exhausted because every time you got to sit down you had to assimilate a new set of rules (laughs) from the game sir (laughs) and like if you're running with like i mean like i tend to come in and be like look this is an event i'm doing today and i'm open to whatever else anybody wants to do because The crew gets huge after a while. Like my You're origins, adding me to it. Well, I mean, the crew is probably a total of like 15 or 20 people when you get down to it. Like, we all can't do anything ever. There's no thing that we all do other than maybe sit in a hall and watch a presentation or something. So everybody kind of gets that like, oh, since I can't do everything with everybody, it's okay for me to go off and do my own thing. And I think that that's very important yeah. to understand is that like, your con is your con. Your friends should understand that. Don't ignore them. Yeah. Make sure you go to dinner with them or whatever. Like, make time for them. But, like, I'm very excited to see Amanda in November. I think it's going to be fantastic. I haven't seen her in a year and a half or two years now. I might tell you when I go to North Carolina, probably later this month. I'll let you know. End of day, your Amanda's con is still Amanda's Pax Unplugged, and my Pax Unplugged is still my Pax Unplugged. Under no circumstances should that be, like, firmly compromised 
out of some bizarre social obligation, right? And I think right. that that's... But that doesn't, that doesn't mean that you don't, like, we don't share events that we're going to. It's like, I'm going to go to this panel. And people are like, uh, I'm good. And you're like, that's fine. Like, it's perfectly okay to say, I don't want to go to that panel. And I want to do something You let else. each other know. So if you want to tag along or someone's like, I'm not sure what I want to do next, they can follow along and spend time with each yeah. other. And now I want to make a spreadsheet. Yep. <laughs> and honestly, honestly, we all make a spreadsheet. It's better to just have one spreadsheet that's shared with You tasks. really are my people. Yeah. You really yeah. are my people. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, true. You found your home, buddy. We got you. Well, also, like, most of the time you're doing events back to back where you're, like, booking it <laughs> to the next thing because you just crammed so much into your schedule oh i mean here's what i'm gonna say generally speaking what i tell people is blah 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 events for the day and then at the end of the day we're gonna go to dinner and then if the hall is staying open like gen con runs 24 hours a day i'd like to go back after dinner and play a, a draft pot of magic for fun like not for serious just let's go enjoy a, a nice relaxing draft and then we'll go home at like 11 30 or 12 the other room yeah. that's very overlooked and is fantastic is the playtest board game rooms where oh, yeah. everybody is so nice because everybody is like vulnerable and wonderful and the community feels really great and there's almost always a place to like go ooh, excuse me go and sit and people are generally ready to explain the game and they have their pitch. They're also ready to take feedback, most of them. Almost always, yeah. Yeah, whereas on the show floor, they're not. They're selling something. Yeah, well, no, Mazio, we ran into that game that he was trying to get on Kickstarter. And we were like, this game is awful. And like, you tried to like sit him down and say, these are some things that I think you could really improve for the Kickstarter. And he's like having none of it. Yep, I remember. You just have to understand that, that you know if they're not yeah. willing to take it, like, you don't force I'm it. Trying just to like help you wouldn't want it shoved at you. But <laughs> I'm not some random. That's another yeah. thing is that like I mean, I'm not some random stranger. Like I have game so design background knowledge. <laughs> yeah, the bubbles will tell you when to let go. I had no, an no. image for this, but I'm on the wrong computer. Yeah, yeah. It's just labeled. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll do it then. So it's one of those like old timey like war propaganda posters, like that style. Was all sort of like sketched oh, in the pencil or whatever. Point being, it is a man waterboarding another person, like shoving their head underwater, saying "gentle persuasion." Perfect. I would also, uh, etiquette-wise, yeah. for cons now that cons are coming back, recommend if you're going with a group of people, like I'll tell everybody <laughs> whatever night during PAX Unplugged that would, is that the event at my place, one. right? And like, <laughs> here are the things that are generally going to happen, and here's the amount of people you should expect, because after a long, exhausting day, you may legitimately just not want to walk into a room full of strangers. Mm-hmm. I'm telling myself right go. now that I'd make myself go anyways and find something somewhat enjoyable, even if I'm exhausted, but in practice, I might not. I know myself well yeah, enough that I might just not. You may be tapped out on your social interactions for the day. <laughs> and some people that aren't invited so, back. Don't, don't say the person's say, name because they're not invited back. I don't event, know what you mean. There, some, like, <laughs> there were some moments that we now laugh about. Um, centered around one person in specific. Huh? We call we yeah, it the no, I won't. Circle. But it was mostly centered on one person. But I think what the important thing is that, like, Mazio, uh, I don't want to say, like, you're protective of your friends, but, like, Mazio will never. Go ahead. 
Yeah, <laughs> that is sweet, too. <laughs> like, even while Mazio was drunk as shit, he still checked in to make sure, like, everyone that was in the living room not drinking was okay. And <laughs> if he could have a hug. And he also then checked on the person who was throwing up in the bathroom to make sure he yeah, was okay, like, even you, though Mazio like was again. You shit, Mazio, really but you seem to be a really, Like, really even at that person. stage, Mazio was like, I, I need to make too. sure everybody's good. <laughs> Green Gryffindor. Green Endor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, I best sort you to Green Endor. <laughs> Mazio's Gryffindor in quotations. <laughs> Green Gryffindor. <laughs> but it but it was loud and it was a lot of people interacting. But also like I broke off with Derek and Heather, who are more quiet and reserved, and we sat in the living room. Uh, and I think we played and talked. Like, we played a game and talked. And we just ate good food. We had some sugary drinks. Nobody pressured us to drink anything. And it was nice. Because in the living room, it was, like, designated as a more quiet I, I space. And, like, any time the person who shall not be named and in the room, there was someone who came that. in. I do like not a few remember the speech like, I gave about my rabbits that apparently my now fiancé recorded. <laughs> How are they doing? So what happened was, a at the time, a, a yeah, much younger because... friend of mine, I was like, who wants to do shots? And everyone in the room was like, I'll do one with you, but we're not, <laughs> I, we're not doing serious, this because I'm a pretty prolific <laughs> drinker. I'm a big dude, and I like to drink when I drink, right? I don't drink a lot, right. but when I do drink, I drink a lot, if that makes sense. Yeah. And this it's not the frequency, like it's the quantity. 23, 24. To to it's it's like, I can handle it. And literally, a guy that knows me really well puts his hand on the kid's shoulder and is like, you're new, he will kill you, you cannot win this fight. He's like, nah, man, I got this. And he's like, I tried. Anyway, we go shot for shot all night. Oh. It's bad. Because at some point, he lost the ability to use a doorknob properly, he just forgot where they were. So he got in the bathroom, and just he just couldn't get out. He couldn't. He couldn't work the door. So it was locked. He was on the inside, he was, and he couldn't he open it to bad. unlock best it. Best part. Best part. Th- we also can't <laughs> say this person's name because I'm still friends with them, and they're invited back. Best yeah, part. The door, yeah. I come downstairs. We go to bed at four thirty in the morning. We have to be at the con at eight thirty. This person unexpectedly stays on my couch. Totally fine. Right. Whatever is cons, it happens. I walk downstairs at seven forty-five, like with the. I don't think I'm this drunk anymore, stayed at but Mazio's it doesn't matter because I'm not driving, but I don't think I'm drunk anymore. And I look at the couch, the blanket's on the floor, and there's nothing. There's no note. There's no person. There's oh. no personal effects. I checked the ba- uh, the bathroom's occupied. <laughs> I'm, oh, oh, thank God. They're just in the bathroom. The ba- the door opens. It's my sister. The person's <laughs> not there. Like, what the fuck? And she, my sister's like, good morning. And I'm like, no, no, there's no one in the living room. She's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, exactly. We searched the house. I get a, te- I get a, I, I got a, I got a <laughs> Discord message like a little while later. It's like, thanks for the great party. I'll see you soon. I had to leave. I was like, how did you get out the door? You, when I touched you into the couch, you couldn't sit up. Oh. Sounds like they went better than you expected. No, apparently their recovery is really strong because they're young. My recovery is real rough now. I'm 39. Oh my gosh. I was like, are they in the street? There's nothing in the street. We're searching the park down the block. It also was a moment of, did they leave while they were still drunk? 
like it's running a it was like a valid panic where you're like Fun what happened like where's there my friend i thought people. he couldn't one of them i apparently so forced to make endless amounts of tater tots <laughs> oh my and God. the other one like it was I the first place. time he ever hung out i know him through another guy and he's like 10 years older than me and the other guy bailed on him, but he came anyway. Oh, so he shows so up, many. we're already drunk. And then he has to deal <laughs> with his so escapade, good. but he was the oldest guy there. So he felt like I ought to do it. My sister shows up at midnight and I hug her so hard. She's like, I think you broke a rib. <laughs> anyway, parties at my house are a really good time. I am horizontal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My understanding of the standard They're for being good. safe in Philadelphia really is that also, it is different from Also, with like Uber most of the and United the train States. system in Philly, uh, so long as you're not blackout drunk, you can safely make it home. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I will say that like Santa Philly Cruz, has its bad it, places, the big cities that you don't go to. But like Philly really isn't that bad if you don't go to those places. Like you're gonna have weird Philly shit happening on the street. That's just, yeah. But like when I was in Philly, even when I wasn't on campus walking around the city or we were doing birthday parties in the city and right, I was skipping so, through the streets say, because I drank too much. Like I back. never felt in anyway, There's a lot of etiquette involved in cons the and the gaming tables there. If I understand, there's a very distinct Yeah. What I understand, if I can sum up what I got about this, it's friendly generally. There's occasional outbursts. People are hangry. It happens. Eat a and Snickers. Drink and some water. I, uh, but then, ideally, your takeaway should be under good con conditions. Like if you're at a proper con, the instinct should yeah. be to take care of the person physically or emotionally, <laughs> you're not unless they're really out hurt. of line. Like the person that I went to throw out of my house was way out of line and had had the numerous warnings. Yeah, yeah, but but the, and the expectation is, from your side should be that if something goes wrong for me there will yeah. be a, you know there'll be an angel there to take care of me too it's community yeah then i suppose the question i have is it was bad, this is what Drew. initially prompted us to bring up the topic of table etiquette is it ever acceptable to leave a table in like gen oh, yeah. con oh yeah it, yeah i mean what kind of circumstances Yeah, I mean, things run over, and people get used yeah. to it, and for the most part, nobody's ever well, going to Well, I care. think you can say, like, like I have a panel I want to go to. Like, we dropped well, out yeah, of a I mean, magic pod at East, because we had to go. Yeah. Now, if you storm off from yeah, the table, that's a little bit different. when the circumstances are different, like, but if like, you're playtesting, you can tell them, hey, I have something that I have to do, or, like, I have a panel coming up, I have this okay event, so I have and to head out. And usually if it's not, you just watch, it's fine. Have fun. <laughs> okay. Because I think that was sort of the contention initially, because I remember, Mazza, you had a little uh, bit about yeah. when it's not okay to leave the table. Yeah. And I was thinking about how, okay, I can't actually yeah. speak about my own family's like, play style, because that's like their own thing of, oh no, it's fine. Um, yeah. In the house, Well, I yeah. think that that's definitely worth going into, and it's definitely a good second mm-hmm. podcast. And as I said, I have Another some other contexts as well. But I just want to say, this will be a good part, too, if you want to branch into how that's different at Etiquette like at Home. Cons coming back is a big deal, and I think a yeah. lot of people are in the, the position where we're all in, where we're like, I'm buying the ticket immediately. If I have to pay in blood, I don't care.
And thank you guys for taking me through that journey and uh, exploration and a lot of stories. Interesting, interesting stories. All right, Ducklings, that will be the end of part one for us. Part two will release two weeks from now, and it will be about us talking about the social interactions that happen at a friend's house or more in a private setting outside of cons. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at EvilQuacks or check our website, EvilQuacks.com, to get more information about when our podcast release. Thanks for listening. Quack, quack.